What up, Black man? Welcome to the Beneficial Black Man podcast, where we journey together to overcome mediocrity and become beneficial for our community by sharing lessons from the highs and lows of life. I'm your host, Jamal Kalpin. So I hope you all are doing well. I'm going to change up the format of the show from the previous episodes so that we can jump right into the topic. (laughs) So one of the reasons uh, I wanted to talk about sexual discipline and semen semen retention, one, because I know this is a topic that you can find it all over the place on the internet, social media or whatever in regards to men, right? But more specifically, you know, recently, I don't watch a lot of reality TV shows. At least I try not to. It's not, it doesn't do much for me anyways. But recently there was a, a guy from, is it Love and Marriage Huntsville? His name is Maurice Scott, who's catching a lot of flack. <laughs> He's catching a lot of flack for more or less um, having his wife, who is a cancer survivor, who's going through chemotherapy, having her, they're having sex, you know, I, I'm trying to think of the <laughs> the best way to describe it, but they're, they're having sex. And he sees it as admirable that she is, you know, meeting that need for him while she is battling a life-threatening disease and going through treatment that causes a lot of issues in the life of, you know, of the patient, of the person who's dealing with it. And so he's catching a lot of flack, you know. Um, And so I want to talk about sexual discipline, but I also want to kind of touch on this real quick. So I'm going to play this clip. This is one of the clips that, you know, you can find on like Instagram or whatever, but I want to play this clip real quick and, uh, and then talk. A person to where, despite what she's going through right now, you still feel like there's a happy medium in terms of her pleasuring you. This is what I'll say. Because this is very difficult, right? There's a difference between wants and needs, all right? And I'm a person who actually needs sex, not a person who wants sex. Now, at times I don't want it, but I actually need it. So life throws us curveballs like what we're going through right now. And what Kimmy is doing is admirable as a spouse, to roll over and suffer through it, um, I was hoping it wouldn't be a suffering, you know, <laughs> a sufferable moment, but she rolls over and suffers through it, fakes it all for me. Because at that moment, it's something that she completely didn't desire, right? And it, I kind of look at it as if, and this is, you know, all jokes aside, I look at it as her standing by me while I'm standing by her. So, um, as difficult as it may seem, we should all feel that we would be better people and say, oh, no, I don't want or need sex for however long it takes for you to recover, but we then live in reality where that's not true. People are... All right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so I, I actually watched that whole interview with uh, Maurice Scott and Carlos King, and 
I think it's an interesting interview. Again, I don't I don't really follow that show. I don't really follow that guy or whatever. What I will say is um, it's important to have sexual discipline. So my immediate thoughts, when I first heard about this, I felt, if I'm being honest, I'm being like shamed. <laughs> I felt ashamed because like nowhere in my mind, if my wife had cancer or any life-threatening disease, would I at all want to pressure her with sex? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And in that in that episode, the the host Carlos King he mentions that like, and I guess on the show that mentions that you know if a woman is going through if anybody is going through chemotherapy, but particularly his wife Kimmy, going through chemotherapy has changed the way that she feels about herself. It's changed her physical feeling and it's changed her sexual like, uh, like her libido or whatever. And then to be like, well baby, I, I still need, I still need you. You know, can you, can you do this? I know you might be, <laughs> we're believing that you're not, you're not, you know, you're getting better and then you're not potentially dying. And then I know you're going through this thing, but can you please, you know, help meet this need in my life? I am, that to me is very disappointing. It's very, it's very, very disappointing and sad. And to me, the immediate thought was like, yo, why don't you have any discipline? Why don't you have any self-control? And why don't you have any other way of managing that desire? And I don't mean extramarital activities. I don't mean anything like that. And it doesn't even have to be like self-gratification or whatever. But like the, the deeper heart very often and the deeper real need oftentimes when it comes to sex is a desire for intimacy a desire to feel feel fulfilled. And for, for some cases it's stress relief. Well, there's other ways to relieve stress and there's other ways to feel fulfilled and accomplished. And there's other ways to have intimacy with somebody that you love without intercourse. But no hearing this, like I'm not dragging the guy or whatever. I, I just, I'm disappointed. And I don't think that is a standard that we should be okay with. Like the reason sexual discipline is so important and I tie that together with like semen retention is because seasons change in life. And as we're striving to be beneficial men, we need to be able to control ourselves. We need to be able to control ourselves, particularly in seasons where we need to help other people. And so we may have to put our needs on pause or we have to figure out other ways to meet those needs when this option isn't available. And no, I'm not encouraging having an affair or cheating or anything like that. Um, something else that he mentioned in, in the, the podcast episode is that he <laughs> That he was a deacon, so that was kind of like I didn't like. I didn't like that, but <laughs> not not to say there's anything wrong with being a deacon, but you know, I, I I don't like it. It becomes draining after a while, seeing that there are so many like negative representations of us as believers in in this society. And I'm not saying that we're supposed to be perfect or anything, but I think sexual discipline is a big part of our walk in faith 
particularly as men. You know, yeah, there's a scripture that says, you know, if you have that desire, it's better for you to marry than to like burn, you know, for you to go out and fornicate and do other other crazy, crazy stuff. But even then, you need to control yourself. You need to control your vessel. You need to have uh, discipline, self-control, temperance of yourself, whether you're married or you're not married. It's something that's consistent, whether you're inside of a marriage where you're allowed to freely have sex or outside of it, you know, like he expressed that the longest he's gone without sex is six months, which I think is kind of crazy. Not to say that you have to go a long, long time for it. But again, as a believer, I don't know when he got saved. I'll say that. I don't know when he got saved. I don't know when he was committing his life to walking with the most high. But let's say you're a teenager, right? 15, 16, up until, say, 35. I don't know how old he is now. I would hope that there was a period of time that you didn't engage in any sex that was longer than that from your teenage years up until your <laughs> adult mid-30 years. Like, Or were you just immediately indulging in self-gratification as soon as the option came? Were you sleeping around and fornicating, doing all kinds of stuff? Like, That's something we need to master. That's part of us mastering ourselves, like mastering that physical desire, those physical urges, the same way that we need to master our bodies in, 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 in fasting or like exercising, we need to be able to do that, have better control over it because we will very well could be in situations where if we are married, our spouse or a significant other isn't available. Think about if you were with somebody that say was in the military, and they're on leave for longer than six months. Look, what are you what are you gonna do? Are you gonna have the the, the discipline to endure that period of time, or are you just gonna be like, well, I, I don't, I can't, I can't figure this. Out. I gotta get out of here. Like, <laughs> I gotta go do something that is gonna harm my marriage, or I'm gonna do something that's gonna, you know, mess me up. Like, no, you gotta be able to have that discipline. You gotta be able to manage the highs and lows, and manage yourself. He also made a reference to The Wolf on Wall Street, which, again, is a crazy movie. And I don't even know if that's a, a person that we, we should ever model ourselves after. Um, but pretty much some of the advice that was given in that movie to, to the main character is like, you need to release multiple times a day so that you can focus on your work or whatever. Uh, no, I think you, you probably have an addiction. Or, again, you don't have that self-discipline. And, that, and that's a problem. Hey, what's going on, Dark Nate? Hope you're doing well, man. But I think that's a problem. Like, it, it takes work. I'm not going to deny that. It takes work to get yourself under control. It takes work to... I have some notes, so I'm going to get to the notes shortly. But, like, it, it takes work to get there. And so, like, in my mind, I made a comparison between The Wolf on Wall Street and then what is referenced and talked about on, like, the Rocky series. So if you've never seen Rocky or even Creed, because he mentions it in Creed, the the importance of like before a fight, you don't have sex, you don't do anything, <laughs> like because it's it's believed that it impacts your performance. 
And I think a lot of people, especially in like the nofap community or like semen, reti- semen retention, sexual discipline, have that same idea. Like if you're trying to accomplish something, if you're trying to uh, achieve something great, you need that energy, you need that focus, and you have to redirect it to something good. I think, all right, I'm jumping to my notes. I think as men, we've been duped into believing sexual intimacy is one of the highest achievements and forms of fulfillment in life. Don't get me wrong. Sex is great, but there are other things more fulfilling than sex. You may not think there is if you've yet to have it, you say you're a virgin or whatever, or because you, or you may think that way because you have elevated sex to such a high, you've elevated it to such a high place in your value scale. And Granted, I can understand why you would do that because we live in a society that pushes it so much. Like sex is readily, sex and things related to sex are readily available and force fed to us all the time. Whether it's in advertisements, whether it's just the internet itself, whether it's social media, it's just everywhere, you know? But once you realize and develop a more, in my opinion, but if, once you realize and develop a more mature perspective about sex, it changes things. That's why it's important to develop self-control and self and sexual discipline, especially while you're young, because seasons change and you need to be able to navigate that as a beneficial man in every season. That doesn't mean you don't take take care of yourself. Like, of course, yeah, if you have needs, if you feel uh, deprived in certain areas, if you have a spouse, yeah, you should talk to them about that. You can go to counseling about that, whatever. But it does mean, it means you discover different ways to address your deeper and real needs in a more effective manner. So yeah, I've been married, like in this October, I've been married, I will will have been married for seven years. And I've been in long-term relationships with a significant other and stuff. And outside, in and outside of relationships, I've had to practice sexual discipline a lot because of, of my beliefs, my, my, uh, my faith beliefs, but also in honoring myself and honoring somebody else. Like, I get it, it takes work. I get it, I understand it's hard. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it makes you a better man, that you can control yourself and that you can redirect your energy in a way that is more effective and more beneficial for yourself and for those around you. Because wasting your time, I'm sorry if this may be vulgar, but if, if you like wasting your time just on the internet, watching porn and jacking off, you're not being very productive. You're not getting a lot done and you're actually not actually not meeting your needs because you desire more. Like very often when it comes to that sexual urge or the desire, you're looking for intimacy. You're looking to be valued. You're looking for fulfillment. There are other ways to do that in a more constructive way than sitting around, <laughs> shout out to Prince Betty, sitting around being your meat. Like you don't have to do that. And again, it's not helping you. It's not helping you to actually get to a deeper place. It's, it's a temporary satisfaction. And you have to develop that. Like you have to do that work of staying focused and like, okay, I'm actually gonna accomplish things that are more long-term. I'm actually gonna get myself under control so that I'm just not tossed to and fro, to and fro whenever a pretty girl shows up because in your marriage, if you're in a quote unquote dry spell in your marriage and some girl at your job shows up and she's pretty and she's flirting with you, 
are you just going to like give in to your sexual desires and now cheat on your wife? Or are you going to make space to develop a, a porn and masturbation addiction? Because say your wife is on her cycle or <laughs> she's wrestling with an illness and isn't really present. Like, what are you going to do? What you need to do is commit to something bigger than yourself. That I'm actually going to have honor and respect for myself, honor and respect for my significant other. And I'm going to continue to have a decent standard to say like, no, like I understand, you know, sex makes me feel good and stuff like that or whatever. But there are more important things in life right now. Like I desire to be successful. I want to finish a project. I want to accomplish a goal. I want to be better for my wife. I want to be supportive of her continuing to use uh, the guy, Maurice Scott. I want to be supportive of her while she's going through this life-threatening situation. Like, are you even considering the stuff that might be going through her mind? If she's thinking about, if she has cancer, which for a lot of people, you, you die. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's probably her biggest fear. It's like, am I going to beat this? Am I going to be sick for the rest of my life? Is my uh, condition of life going to be terrible for the rest of my life? Or am I going to be gone and I'm going to lose my family? I'm going to lose you. In that situation, she needs you. And if you can't put your, because he said needs, it's something that he needs. If you can't put your needs to the side, to serve somebody else. I think you have a lot of maturing to do. And I mean, I think it, it's it's important also to really clearly identify what a need is. Because yes, sexual intimacy and romance and stuff is very, very important. Great. And I think that is a desire that we all have. But we don't need it. Like in regards to in the podcast episode when he's talking to Carlos King, he gives examples like, yeah, we need, we need oxygen. We need water, you know, stuff like that. We, to, to live, to survive, you can live without sex. I have yet to find any scientific evidence to say that if you don't have sex, you're going to die. <laughs> you know, like I understand that it can have benefits to increasing the quality of your life. You know, especially if you're healthy and all that stuff. But you can still thrive. You can actually have a, a great life without it. So, I mean, I think it's important that we reframe these things that we consider needs. I think we reframe the importance and the value of sex. Not to say that it's not valuable, but maybe it doesn't need to be so high on your list, whether you're single or married. Because yeah, there I've I've heard you know as as a Christian, especially um, in my teens and going through like my twenties and stuff, there is an encouragement for you to remain pure. You know, some people call it purity culture or whatever. And during that season, you're supposed to be developing sexual discipline. What happens to a lot of guys, a lot of, I would say a lot of Christian men is they 
focus so much on I'm going to delay gratification right now in this season, in my single season. So I'm going to say no to everything. I'm not going to do this or whatever. I'm not going to watch porn. I'm not going to masturbate. I'm not going to fool around with girls. I'm not going to do any of this stuff with the hopes that when I get married, I'm just going to be able to wild out and do whatever I want. I'm going to like, you know what I'm saying? Like the floodgates are opening and I'm diving in and everything's going to be great. Like some <laughs> going to going to weddings and marriages as a, a young Christian man, there were, and some of the jokes that some people made were like, you know, once you get married, it's legal cheeks. It's it's legal cheeks. And, you know, it's like everything's it's 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 very immature of us to to make that joke. But that understanding is again selfish and limited, and again, very immature. During that period of time, teens, twenties, thirties, however long you're you're single. Developing that discipline and maximizing the, I would say, the power of semen reten- retention, sexual discipline and stuff, is that you're able to convert that energy into more productive things. But if you're only enduring with the hopes that you can, uh, like I said, while out, you're not setting yourself up right. You're not exercising right. You're not disciplining yourself right. You are not positioning yourself to develop a skill set and like the strength for something that is something that you can use in every situation of your life. And what I mean by that is very often a lot of men, a lot of guys, especially Christian men who are, you know, trying to commit to this purity culture thing. Like the focus is I'm going to withhold. And then as soon as I can get in marriage, my wife has to give me all of this. She has to fulfill all of my desires and stuff. Man, it just, it sounds like you just want to like get into a position where you can like low key grape your wife. And that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Sex is a very powerful thing. It's a powerful experience that you share with somebody else. And it does. It serves a benefit. But if you put it so high up on the scale that you're almost worshiping that experience, again, you're, you're limiting your growth. You're limiting your potential and your possibility to say that all of my life, all of my energy, all of my strength is going to achieving this. Well, what do you do when you can't have it? What do you do when your spouse is mad at you and she doesn't want to sleep with you? What do you do again when she's on a cycle? What do you do when she's pregnant? You know, what what do you what do you do then? Now that you are worshiping this desire, you're worshiping this thing that you couldn't get under get under control, this youthful lust, this the this we'll call it like for, for the sake of lack of words, an animalistic desire that you couldn't bring it under control. What do you do? Very often, a lot of men just run crazy and and, and and then cheat on the wife or get addicted to this or do that or whatever. Like, no, you bring that crap under submission. You bring it under control. And, you know, for, again, like I mentioned, it's like a form of alchemy. You take that energy and you do it, move it somewhere else. 
you take the energy to serve. You take the energy f- to fight for things that you that you care about. You take that drive and use it to manifest in different ways. And I'll say, and I'm gonna wrap it up because I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Um, to do this, you need to have a standard. You need to have a standard for yourself that you just won't be like controlled by your dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I apologize if it's vulgar, but like you won't be controlled by these urges. These things won't have you under control, but you will control them. Have a standard. Whether you're single or whether you're married, I'm this is not gonna run, this is not gonna run my life. Next thing, honor yourself and others. I think you honor yourself. Again, there's other ways to meet your needs. If it's an intimacy issue, if it's a stress issue, if it's a fulfillment issue. There's other ways to meet those needs. Honor others. If your significant other, your spouse or whatever, needs a break, needs time, needs something else, honor them in that. That's you being of good to them. In this situation with the Maurice Scott guy, my opinion, he needed to honor his wife more. Give her time. Again, she's probably going through a lot mentally emotionally and physically and for you to be like well babe i need you to serve me in this way because i got i got these needs like you almost like you're a fiend man like no like yes you have wants because again you don't you're not gonna die she could because <laughs> she's wrestling with cancer she could you're not though and i mean again if you if you really are that just gratify yourself you know, like if it really comes down to that, but no, like have some discipline, have some control, honor yourself and say, no, I'm, I, I'm okay. I'm good. I can, I can, I'm good. And I, I'm going to honor you as we go through the season. And last, you know, invest your energy into some, something bigger than yourself. Like something I do wish I could go back in time and do as a, as a younger man that had those desires. I wish I worked more. Like I wish I created more art. I wish I exercised more. I wish I I, I wrote more, like all of that energy. I just wish I, I'd spent it instead of falling in the trap of like porn addiction or masturbation or whatever. Like I wish I spent less time focusing on that and then actually building something, building myself up, making something. And you can do that. Like it's you you have to realize that there's more to life than than sex <laughs> there's more to life than romance and relationships you're created for more than that and so it's important that you get this discipline and this desire under control and you can do it shout out to the dark nate he says, this is why I'm, I'm convinced a lot of dudes think marriage is purely to have the wife as, bluntly put, a slave. 1,000%, man. Outside of sex and making the wife cook and clean, they have no chemistry. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and, and it's sad. like, Because I, I agree with you. And I think a lot of it comes down to, again, having the wrong perspective of so many things. Like our thoughts and beliefs of so many different things in our community and in our existence are twisted and wrong 
And that's, that's, again, that's why I would say it's so important that we do the work to have this, this discipline, particularly in this video. I mean, sorry, I read something, particularly in this area of our life, area of our life. It's so important because again, seasons change. Whether it's singleness, being married, being divorced, or being a widower, or your wife being sick, or a period of time that you might be separated, or y'all might be going through some stuff, or you might be going through some stuff, or your libido changes. There's so many different things. But if you are striving to have mastery over yourself and do the work to continue to like be as beneficial as you can be, you can be okay in each one of those seasons. You can figure it out. Um, I'm going to wrap up the episode. I think I was going to do a mental, mental check-in. So the, sw the switch I'm doing is instead of doing the mental, mental check-in, I'm going to go get to the topic first. So I'm going to try that for a couple episodes and see how that goes. But for the mental, mental check-in, which is something that you all should be doing, is you check in with yourself however, however often you want to do that. What's been like the high in your life? What's been the low? And have you been creating anything? Um, I was having a hard time actually <laughs> trying to write down what my what my highs, lows, and and stuff like that was. Um, I think a high. I'm trying to think. Oh, I think a high, which is kind of a struggle high, but <laughs> a high the other day. Um, I was hanging out with my wife, and uh, she recently bought some uh, roller skates, and so she was roller skating. And I was around to make sure she didn't like fall and hurt herself, but she was roller skating. But while we were out, cause we were hanging out in the park nearby, but uh, I was exercising and I was doing my normal exercises or whatever, but where we were in this parking lot, you know, it has the lines for the spaces. And I used to play basketball when I was younger. And so there's a drill, which rhymes with, Petricide? I don't even know if petricide is an actual word, but it rem it ends with eyed. <laughs> and what you do is you run from each line. So you start from the baseline, you go to the foul line, foul line, then you run back, and then you go to the half court line, back and forth or whatever. So if you've played any sports, you probably understand this process, right? So I decided to try to do that with the parking lot lines. And I hadn't done that kind of exercise in a very long time. I'll say that in a very long time. So I'm struggling through that, trying to do that, bending down, hitting the line, going back, hitting the line, whatever. And uh, I'm grateful that I did it. Like exercising definitely is a, a release and relief for me. And, you know, you need to move it or, or you lose it. You know, and we, we live in a culture and a society that being stagnant and uh, sedentary is kind of the norm, but it's degrading our life. You know, it's not, it's not helping us. So that was my high being able to exercise and particularly to do that exercise. The low, I don't know. I can't, nothing really stands out, I guess not right now. So, I mean, which is, I guess is good. Um, in regards to creating, this has been a slow week. Um, like, I'm sort of on break with my audiobook, so I didn't really do any voiceover work. I write daily, but you know, it's nothing like really, really inspiring or whatever. But I'm working on that, I'm trying to find other 
creative things to do. But yeah, so that's the episode. Uh, if you liked it, <laughs> if you liked the episode, please like uh, like the video, share it with somebody, um, subscribe to the channel. I will encourage you, black man, uh, watch the video that I did entitled Hip Hop and Pornography Destroy Your Mind. Um, I think that'll help you reframe your mind in regards to developing sexual discipline. But as we wrap up, black man, you're called for more than mediocre living. You're here for a purpose, to live for glory and for good. Protect your mental, mental, make time for an emotional release valve and keep striving to become beneficial. I believe in you. Go make something for yourself, of yourself, and for glory and for good. Peace.